Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Episode 2, The Requisite Means. We don't want any. I'm here to see HB. She doesn't want any either. I don't think you have any idea how wrong you are right now. Princess? Yeah, just kind of hanging out here. Are you stupid? Huh? I'll take that as a yes. Look, if you want to keep this job, <laughs> forget that. If you want to keep your head attached to your body, be as careful about who you turn away as you are about who you let in. I'm, uh, sorry, HB. Won't happen again. You're goddamn right it won't. Right this way, princess. Hey, only one person gets to call her that. And it's not you. I'm sorry. Again. And she's not interested? What? I didn't even- Yes, you did. <sighs> Don't. Now, stay out here and find something to do for the next 20 minutes, half hour. If you walk in on us, I'm gonna give you shaken baby syndrome for grown-ups. Got it? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you were a little hard on him, weren't you? He started eye-fucking you the second he opened the door. Don't tell me you didn't notice. Of course I noticed. You're doing it too, by the way. So what brings you here so early? Want to break the nooner and lunch routine? I have a crake in my back that would probably help me work out. Actually, I'm here on business. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, I didn't want to bang you anyway. I have a new boyfriend, and he never turns me down. You're a terrible liar. I am not. I'm an excellent liar. It comes with the whole raider thing. Not to me, or not. And why is it so unbelievable that I have a new boyfriend? Just because we broke up... Several times. Several times? It doesn't mean that I'm incapable of being in a relationship. That part's not unbelievable at all. I mean... Let's be honest here. You're a catch. Says the woman who caught and released me. We kind of released each other. It was more of a poorly controlled explosion. But the thing is, you never called him your boyfriend. Your nose even curled a little bit when you said it. Remind me never to play poker with you. Well, unless it's strip poker. I think I've got some cards behind the bar. <laughs> and wait a minute. I called you my girlfriend. Among other things. You loved being called those other things. Still do. Uh, if we're gonna talk 
business. We better start doing it now. So, <clears throat> what's up? I, uh, I have a holotape with a file that's got some kind of crazy encryption on it. Not exactly my wheelhouse, but I can probably figure something out. Here's the thing, though. The encryption isn't the concerning part. The file. It's named Kirsha. Oh. Hmm. That is concerning. Coincidence, maybe? Maybe. But I really want to make sure. It's a pretty big one if it is. Yeah. And can I say how hilarious it is that your nickname used to be the German word for cherry? You have. Several times. And it never stops being funny. Come on, you know damn well it was because of my hair. Mm-hmm. Sure it was. What's German for princess? Princessin. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. How about rope bunny? Amanda! Am I still the only person who can make you blush like that? Yes. Good. So, here's the holotape. I had someone else working on it. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a Brotherhood holotape. What's the Brotherhood of Steel doing with a file named after you? Hey, let's not jump to conclusions. It isn't necessarily named after me. It could be a coincidence, remember? A big, weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. How did you get this from the Brotherhood? Did you have to do anything... Oh my god. Sexy? You're terrible. Well? Ooh, did you seduce Paladin Romani? Bang and her would probably open up all kinds of intel. And you do have a thing for authority figures. At least Knight Shin is gone. That guy was a lot. Amanda? I want all the details. Wait, no, I want to roleplay all the details. I know I have some Brotherhood uniforms somewhere at my place. Amanda, I didn't seduce anybody to get the holotape. I was kind of working with them, and told them I had a friend who might be able to help decrypt that last file. Boring. Have I ever mentioned you're terrible? You have. It was not boring at all, I'll have you know. You're being coy. It's not Brotherhood data on holotape. It was in a hidden lab complex under an old restaurant in the Maya. I got a line on a Brotherhood operation to get some stuff out of that lab complex and... figured I might as well let them do the heavy lifting. I got in first and waited until I could make a grand entrance. They almost got killed by super mutants before I had the chance. That would have been disappointing. Yeah. The real disappointing part, though, was the place was cleaned out. Except for a terminal that had a bunch of encrypted data on it. You're still being coy. And now, you're trying to distract me from noticing. And I went back to Atlas and offered to help the scribe get at the data. The scribe, huh? We wouldn't be talking about a certain smoking hot little brunette scribe, would we? Amanda! Did you... debrief each other? You're incorrigible! Please tell me you used that line on her. I want to wash the shame wash over your face. Anyway... Oh my god, I was joking! You didn't really, did you? Can we move on, please? <laughs> Fine. So, I was hoping that you might be able to work your magic on that last file so I can figure out whether I need to be worried or, like, really worried. Yeah, if someone's out there naming files after you, it's really weird. And not fun weird, more like creepy stalker weird. It'll help if you can give me some context. Well, I don't know much at this point. The lead I was chasing is something to do with some kind of 
neurological experiment and research that was related to a project before the war. What was the project? I don't know anything specific yet. I'm hoping the data Odessa decrypted can shed some light on that part. But here's the thing that concerns me. Somebody, and I don't know who yet, really wants this stuff. And that implies that there's a lot more to this than just a regular old tech grab. What? Odessa? Ugh. You like her. Stop. I love it when you pout like that, princess. Okay. Maybe I like her. Will you please get off my back about it? (laughs) Fine, fine. I'm all for it, princess. You're always more fun when you're in the middle of one of your little flings. And, uh, it's always fun when you share. I don't even know if she likes me. Look, I know I'm biased, but you're basically impossible not to fall in love with. And since when did you act like this? The Beth Kirby I know doesn't doubt herself, especially when it comes to women. I don't know, maybe I'm sick or something. I've been off my game since I crossed paths with her. You don't look sick to me. (laughs) That's... sweet. (laughs) Hey, go get her. I want to hear all about it. Yes, ma'am. I was really worried that you'd be mad. Come on, why would I be mad? I mean, if the scribe is as hot as they say she is? My god, Amanda, even in that frumpy uniform. (laughs) And you're telling me you didn't get her out of it yet? Hey! Okay, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to trample on the purity of your little crush, princess. Look, as of right now, she's my best bet to get to the bottom of this. And that's what I'm trying to focus on. You're the expert. But you might want to figure out what this is. All I know is that it's big. You've been hearing about it for, what, months now? It's been like that everywhere. The thing is, nobody knows enough on their own for any of it to make sense. So somebody's got to be behind it and looking to make a big play. I just don't know what that play is yet. I'll see what I can do with this file. Maybe we'll at least be able to figure out if the file name is a coincidence or not. I really hope it is. Yeah, me too. I worry about you sometimes, princess. Only sometimes? Fine. All of the time. That's better. Alright, get out of here so I can get to work. I think we both know what's going to happen if you hang around while I work on this. And that's a bad thing? It is, if you actually want me to accomplish anything. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I need to check in with Odessa and see if there's anything useful in the data she decrypted. Bye, princess. Bye, Amanda. I brought pastries. I wasn't sure if you'd eaten yet, and my mom is trying to teach my dad to bake, so we had extra. Aww. She's trying to keep him out of trouble. This is the seventh hobby she's tried, and she's running out of ideas. I'm sure these are great. And thank you. It was really thoughtful. You may want to have Nida Banks try one of those to hedge your bets. Mmm. <laughs> these are actually really good. Mum's a good teacher. So, now that I've bribed you, how's the data analysis going? Hmm, there's a lot to analyze. And it's really fascinating stuff. A lot of it's way over my head, though. I find that difficult to believe. The general science and technology stuff I get. 
Even if I don't have enough information or background to fully grasp it, I can at least wrap my head around it to the point that I understand what they're trying to do. But... But there's also a lot of neurology, psychology, psychiatry. This is some seriously heavy, involved stuff. I just... What is it? I guess I just don't quite understand why it's getting this much attention. Pre-war? Sure. I totally get it. But now? It's the kind of thing we would be all over, but why are raiders after it? And blood eagles? It would probably help if you told me what you found. Oh. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. It's fine, Odessa. In your own time. From what I've been able to gather, there was a big research project that was intended to create a cure for dementia, Alzheimer's disease, neurological trauma, basically anything that locked away parts of a person's mind, especially memories. Memories seem to be the key. A noble idea. It is. It's inspiringly noble. It's the kind of thing I hope we're able to work on at some point when things get more stable. Does it say you was working on it? It does. When I said it was a big project, I mean huge. It was an international effort. The US government, along with some of its key allies, were in on it, along with Voltec. Voltec? Yeah. One common thread in most of my research has been Voltec. They had their hands in everything, and. And? And not necessarily in a good way. In fact, usually not in a good way. I'm sorry, I know they provided most of your training. I wasn't implying- I know, Odessa. Trust me. I understand Vortex's dark side a lot better than I wish I did. <sighs> so, Vortex got their fingerprints all over this project. Which means there's probably a hell of a lot more to it than just helping people with dementia and Alzheimer's. There's no good deed with them without an angle. Well, maybe. Probably. But I can see how that kind of tech would be useful in a post-apocalyptic environment. How? Well, we've both seen that trying to build, well, anything even resembling civilization is the kind of thing that takes a massive amount of effort from everyone. I think I see where you're going with this. Looking at it from a cold Voltec perspective, if there's anything that can be done to protect people from no longer being able to contribute to that effort, it's worth exploring. It's not really dissimilar to building defenses against the Scorched, or raiders, in a way. Hmm. I mean, it does make sense. But if that's the case, why haven't we heard anything about it? You'd think there would be a team from 76 out there curing people left and right. From the research I've read through so far, it sounds like they didn't quite get to the point where it was usable. There were side effects. Even in cases where it mostly worked, things like um, insanity, emotional problems, significant personality shifts, sometimes it left them catatonic or otherwise completely unresponsive. Just a whole lot of bad stuff. But it sounds like they pressed on. They did. They kept trying to refine the technology, but it was a slow go. And then the bombs dropped. That's where the logs end. So this lab was only active before the war, and it just sort of sat there for about 27 years. 
Until somebody decided to grab everything. And encrypt the data. Wait, whoever took the equipment encrypted the data? It wasn't the original researchers? Yeah, that part really doesn't add up, does it? No, assuming they copied it off like you did, it would have been a hell of a lot faster and easier to just delete it. Or even to destroy everything they left behind. Maybe. Kind of an off-site backup, in case anything happened to their copy? Maybe. But still. Weird. Very. Oh, that reminds me. Did your friend have any luck with that other file? I just dropped it off with her this morning. Her? Hmm? You said you... knew a guy. It was just a turn of phrase. Is that a problem? No, of course not. Was there any mention of that file, or perhaps that word, anywhere else in the data? Nowhere. Since all of the logs were in English, and that file name was a German word, I tried to search for every possible iteration or variation that I could think of. Cherry, in dozens of different languages, different fruits, other German words... I came up empty. Well, I guess our last hope is that there's something in that file. Oh. Another thing to add to the weirdness. That file was new. New? Yeah. I was able to extract a creation date from it. It was the only thing I was able to actually pull out of it. It was created about six weeks ago. Everything else on that terminal was from before the war. That's got to be when they cleaned the place out. So they broke into the lab, took the equipment, presumably also took the data, but encrypted it rather than deleting it and also added another file. I just don't understand. I mean, I've dealt with people here that were unhinged, diabolical, ultra-violence, but what they did usually made sense in a sick sort of way. This doesn't make any sense. It feels like they're playing a game. Did you ever read about serial killers? I've heard stories, but I've never really studied them. Some of them play games with the police. Like a catch-me-if-you-can kind of thing. It wasn't enough to kill people. Their satisfaction really came from getting away with it. And then rubbing everyone's nose in it. It was like a psychological imperative. You think that's what's happening here? I don't know. But at this point, it's the only thing that makes sense. If we can even call it sense. Yeah. Here's hoping they got sloppy and put something in that file we can use. Dollface. Can't be too careful. Sorry I'm late. Colonel Valeria wanted to go over a mission briefing for a thing in Grafton tomorrow morning. I thought she was never gonna leave. It's okay. I don't mind waiting for you. How early in the morning? Oh, 500. I guess that means you can't come over. I'm sorry. I really wish I could. The whole thing stinks. I... I miss you. I miss you, too. So what's up? Your message sounded pretty urgent. Mmm... I need a favor. Oh, so you didn't just want to see me again? <laughs> what kind of favor? First of all, Dollface, I always want to see you. But, uh, I have a holotape with encryption that's just been tying me into knots. 
and I thought you might be able to help. I mean, I'm really good with computers, especially with all the boring classes they stuck me in, but that's not really something I know how to do. Well, what I thought was, maybe one of those fancy computers in that bunker could probably cut through it like butter. Uh, Amanda, I don't know. I could get into so much trouble. I promise. I'll make it worth your while. <sighs> Alright, give me the hollow tape and I'll see what I can do. Oh no, Mandy, this is a Brotherhood hollow tape. I don't know if I should. If the Colonel found out, she'd be furious. Ooh, would she punish you? Stop it! <laughs> I'm joking. Mostly. She seems like she might be more into being punished anyways. I'm gonna go ahead and not think about that, thanks. <laughs> You're not gonna let me say no, are you? Nope. Well, in that case, I'll do everything I can to make that file readable. That's all I can ask for. But no promises, okay? Thanks, Dollface. So, I do have a little bit of time until I have to get back to the bunker. Dad, you home? Hey, kiddo. Hey, Charles. Is my dad here? Um... Charles? He, um... Did he get captured again? Yeah. He needs to stop doing that. They're gonna catch on. Who is it this time? Raiders. Ugh. Which group? He, he, he didn't say. He's been complaining that Amanda hasn't been over for dinner in a while. Brody did so he could invite her. Well, that tracks. He knows he can just walk into her bar at any time, right? Nobody's gonna touch him. Hell, they probably buy him drinks all night. That's not really your father's style. Well, the free drinks part is. <laughs> Do you remember anything about a project in the vault about... memory, curing dementia, that kind of thing? That sounds like Project Mind's Eye. Oh my... where did you come from? Oh. <laughs> Just went out for a bit of a walk. Mm-hmm. At any rate, the project you've asked about. I'll help as much as I can... But I wasn't involved with it. Even indirectly. How did you know about it? Voltec compartmentalized everything. One of my friends, Dr. Anthony Flagler, was involved in it. He let something slip about it one day when we had a bit of drink, and I thought it sounded fascinating. And you got him to talk without even realizing it. Now, if I'd known that my daughter would have come to me for more information about it 25 years later, I would have been rather more thorough. I guess I'll forgive you, given that you didn't have a daughter then and all. Well, I can tell you that it was something that they worked on right up until Reclamation Day. And the plan was to continue that here in Appalachia. They'd set up their laboratories so that they were able to survive anything short of a nuclear detonation directly on top of them. Yeah, I saw one of them a few days ago. Any tech that was in there got cleaned out, but other than that, it looked like nobody had been in there since before the war. Where was that lab? In the mire, under an old restaurant. I believe there were five distinct locations. I don't know where most of them are, but I can tell you the location of one. The one that Tony was in charge of before the war, and where he was supposed to go after. Similar setup? 
Yes, in terms of reinforcements, radiation protection, that sort of thing. But it's under what was intended to be his home after the war, rather than a restaurant. Have you talked to him since we left the vault? Well, that's a bit of a sticky wicket. We didn't have a falling out or anything of that sort. But he changed. What do you mean, changed? It started when we were in the vault. He gradually stopped being the person I knew. He still had that in him. But he started having problems controlling his emotions. And he became more and more withdrawn. I always thought it was just a side effect of being in the vault for so long. But I wondered if the project had something to do with it as well. So, have you talked to him? I've sought him out. But he's turned into a bit of a recluse. He won't even see me now. Now it's your turn. Shatsy, what's going on? I'm still trying to figure that out. All I know is that someone's making a big play for a bunch of tech and research that's in several secret locations in Appalachia. I finally got a lead on one, and glommed on some Brotherhood muscle to get inside. But there was nothing there but a bunch of dust and encrypted data. That certainly fits in with what I know about the project. Who are the players? There are several groups in on the effort, but I can't tell if they're working under one person, or if they just found out about some valuable tech and are going after it because of FOMO. Have you heard anything about this? I did hear some rumblings, mostly from the Blood Eagles. My goodness, do they love to prattle on. But nothing specifically about what the technology was, and certainly nothing about any one person or group leading the effort. So, if they are working together, they don't know it. That's my read on it. If I'm being honest, what I heard out there didn't seem like anything to be concerned about. But what you've learned changes that significantly. I'll get out there, and I'll see if I can find anything out. Dad, you're retired. Semi-retired. And I was MI6, you know. Thirty-five years ago. Moving to MI5 didn't soften me up that much. How about being a college professor and living in a vault for 25 years? Oh, the kindly professor thing. That has been absolutely invaluable. I'm going to talk to Mum about finally finding you a hobby that sticks. I have hobbies. Getting captured by different factions just so you can see how long it takes you to escape is not a hobby. Well, I did rather enjoy baking. (laughs) The pastries are wonderful, by the way. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Amanda will be joining us for dinner this evening. Will you be as well? Well, if Amanda's coming, then that means Mum's making spatzle, so I'll make every effort to be here. I'm going to pay Dr. Flagler a visit. Maybe I can sweet-talk him into writing some intel about the project. If he's even still alive. Just be careful. I haven't spoken to him in over a year, and I suspect that his decline hasn't abated. I'll have Charles send his location to your Pip-Boy. And here, take this. It might help. Glenlivet? That's... wow. Are you sure? Anything for my little girl. Aw, thank you, Daddy. I promise to provide a full report on what I find. I just need to make one stop to get something I'll need and I'll head right over.
You're the scientist, Odessa. So you two will speak the same language. I'm not a neurologist, though. And the data I've analyzed is way over my head. Not nearly as far as I'm sure it would be over mine. You look great, by the way. Um, thanks. But I still don't understand why I couldn't just wear my uniform. And how did you have something that fit me? We are not the same size. You are at least a foot taller than me. I am not a foot taller than you. Six inches tops. I thought it best that you not wear a uniform because I don't know the good doctor's opinion of the Brotherhood. And my father said his mental state is... fragile. Yeah, that's the part that has me worried. I kind of wish we'd brought Alan, or at least an initiate. Hey, I'm pretty good in a fight if it comes to that. But it won't. Okay. I trust you. Here goes. Maybe he's not here. Or... Let's not think that way. Who the hell are you? It's not delivery day. I think we've met before. There's only one person crazy enough to haul a bottle of Glenlivet all the way out here. And you're not him. Wait. Lily? Hi, Dr. Flagler. I'm surprised you recognize me. I wouldn't have if you hadn't brought the Glenlivet. It took me a minute. Putting two and two together isn't quite as easy as it used to be. Get in here! It's dangerous out there! I can't believe how much you've grown! You're almost as tall as me. <laughs> I think you're safe. I'm about 75% certain that I'm done growing. And who's your friend? Wait! Is this Amanda? Um... I've heard so much about you from Lily's dad. Beth. Dr. Anthony Flagler, please meet Odessa Valdez. She's... a friend. Oh, 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 I, I'm sorry, Miss Valdez. I, I, sh I shouldn't have assumed... God damn it, Tony, think! Dr. Flagler, why don't we open that bottle and talk a while? Yes, that's, that's a good idea, Lily. I'm, I'm sorry, my, my mind isn't what it used to be. It's difficult sometimes. I'm, I'm sure your father told you about that. Wait, is he... Oh, no, no. That's why you're here, and why you brought that bottle! Dr. Flagler, it's nothing like that. I... I... I was such an ass to him the last time he was here. I, I tried to make him uh, understand, and he just wanted to talk about nonsense. Who cares about how things were back at VTU? Who? Odessa, would you please get some glasses for us? The kitchen is that way, isn't it, Dr. Flagler? Through that door? Dr. Flagler, look at me. It's Lily. Lily Kirby. My father is Andrew, and my mother is Elise. They're your friends, and they're both fine, and you're fine too. Thank you, I... I the fog... It, it just won't lift. It's okay, Dr. Flagler. I understand. Why is this happening? I suppose it doesn't matter now. Keeping secrets for the greater good. At least I thought we were trying to do good, but... But we were doing more than that. We didn't know, so... Some of us didn't know. Not me. Not until the end. I figured it out. The system just wouldn't do, would it? 
had to be wrong. Dr. Fagler, do you remember talking with Elise about where she grew up? Yes. Elise. Elise is from Munich. I spent a year very near there when I was an undergraduate. We talked quite a bit about it. And that's where she met your dad, isn't it? That's right, Doctor. Please go on. Odessa has those glasses for us. You remember Odessa, don't you? I do. Thank you, Odessa. That helps. Doctor, Odessa is going to ask you some questions about the project. She's a scientist, just like you. Is that all right? Of course, Lily. What would you like to know, Miss Valdez? I've studied some of the pre-war research, and it's, well, it's truly fascinating. And it sounds like an incredibly noble effort, helping people who've lost access to their memories because of injury or disease. If that had been the real goal, I would agree. And I thought it was for a long time. If that wasn't the goal, what was? Memory is a powerful thing. Nobody understands that better than I do right now. Mine are betraying me. I tried. I, I did what I could to protect people, but in the end, they were just too good at their jobs. They, they wanted to weaponize memories. How can you weaponize a memory? These people can weaponize anything. And even if they couldn't, they were certainly going to try. It was about reading and writing. I had paper, but I, I didn't have the pencil. Not one that could do what they wanted it to. Too sharp or not sharp enough. Doctor, can you look at me for a moment? Let's take a drink. Now. I want you to think about the time our theatre club did that production of My Fair Lady. Do you remember that? I... I... I, I don't know. It's alright. I'll remind you. There weren't enough boys, so I played Henry Higgins. Casey. Do you remember Casey? I... I do. You're doing so well. Casey played Eliza and... And she couldn't do an English accent to save her life. <laughs> Oh, that was a sight, wasn't it? But the two of you lit up the stage. We did, didn't we? Miss Valdez, I'm, I'm sorry. Where was I? Reading and writing? Ah, yes. The, the, the part of the program that I originally worked on was rewriting pathways so inaccessible areas of the mind could be accessible. Kind of a detour so that the information could get to its destination. I'm not a neuroscientist, but... I think I remember reading of the brain's plasticity. You can make new connections or disconnections throughout life, so there must be pathways that could be programmed or reprogrammed. There were, and we were making real progress in getting them to do what we needed them to. But what I eventually learned was they were trying to extract memories directly from the brain, and also write those recorded memories to an unused portion. Ah, so in the event that an area of the brain was damaged, but the memories were still readable. They could be rewritten to an undamaged area. Precisely. Oh, my, my dear, you're exceptionally perceptive. But unfortunately, that was a cover story. As I said, they wanted to weaponize memories, and they wanted to do that by inserting altered or outright false memories into people's minds. Could it also be used as an interrogation tool? 
like forcibly extracting information from people's minds? Oh yes, that was the other part of their plan. This technology was going to be the basis of an entirely new type of human intelligence operation. Talk about being made more sinister and more protracted by the lights of perverted science. Do you still have your research here? I'd love to look at it. Well, my dear, I do still have my personal journals, and you're welcome to take them. I have no use for them anymore. But vault took the centralized data when they took the equipment. vault took equipment? When? About a month ago, I think. Time sort of bleeds together these days. Doctor, are you sure it was vault The only official vault presence out here is the Overseer. At least, as far as I know. I, well, I recognized them from the vault, and they had credentials. But I suppose they could have just held on to the ones they had, and... Oh, no. Oh, God. It's all right, Doctor. It's all right. I... I just wanted it out of my sight. I, I tried to fix myself, recreate the experiments, write everything back. But I was already lost. I understand, Doctor. Doctor, look at me. It's Lily, and I'm here with Odessa. You were just chatting with her. Just a nice chat over some drinks, remember? I'm tired, Lily. I'm just... I'm tired. Odessa, you can find my journals and research materials upstairs in my office. First door on the left. I'll get them. Thank you very much, Doctor. You're welcome, my dear. It was nice to talk to a fellow scientist again. Thank you for that. It was my pleasure. C can you do me a favor? Of course. Can you tell your father that I'd like it if he'd visit again? We can empty the rest of this bottle of Glenlivet together. I think he'd like that. I'll tell him as soon as I see him. All set. Thank you again, Doctor. It was really wonderful to meet you. You as well, Miss Valdez. Goodbye for now. I hope we can chat again sometime. Are you okay? Yeah. Why did he call you Lily? When I was ill, I couldn't say Elizabeth. It sounded a bit like Lily, and it stuck. But only a few people could call me that. My parents, a couple of their friends. That's totally logical. Thanks for explaining. I guess we should get back to Atlas so I can start looking at this stuff. It's going to be nice to have some context. Maybe we'll finally figure out what this is all about. About that. What? I was... well, I was thinking that we could go to my place instead. I think it would be nice to decompress a little, and I'd really like to make dinner for you. You... really? Yeah, really. What do you say? I'd like that. Today has been... a lot. It has. I'm a pretty good cook, and if you don't like it, I do have a lot of booze too. <laughs> you are a woman of many talents, Elizabeth Kirby. Thank you. Let's get out of here.
That was amazing, Beth. Thank you. It was nice to cook for somebody other than just me for once. Did you really like it, or did I just give you enough wine to mask a taste? <laughs> well, there was a lot of wine, but it was excellent. Really. The, uh, company was better, though. You know, if you want, we could make this a regular thing. Dinner, I mean. We could, but, um... What? Did you have anything in mind for dessert? Mmm, I did, yeah. One of those pastries? No. Ice cream? I was thinking of something hotter. I think that's exactly what I need. How was that? Sweet. Would you like a second course? Of course. <gasps> Beth, I... Oh. Oh no. Oh, I am so sorry. I'm Amanda. I'm an old friend of Beth's. That's Amanda. Odessa Valdez. Amanda Otis. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, look, I really am sorry I broke up whatever this was about to turn into, but you need to see this. See what? Here. Is that my holotape? This is the friend you gave it to? Beth, what the hell is going on? Odessa, I'll explain everything, I promise. Amanda, what's got you so fired up? That file, it is about you. Damn it. How do you know? Look for yourself. Oh no. Oh no. Beth, if you don't start explaining right now, I'm leaving. You're right. You deserve to know. I didn't want to say anything unless I was sure. You remember the name on that file? Of course I do. Kirsha. German word for cherry. And? And Kirsha was a nickname I had in the vault. Why didn't you mention that? I was hoping it was just a coincidence. A big weird coincidence. But what you're looking at on the screen is my full personnel file from Vault 76. And when I say the full file, I mean it. It even has the redacted and compartmentalized stuff. I didn't read it, by the way. I know that there are things in there, well, things that nobody should see. Thank you, but even that doesn't matter now. We need to figure out why that file was there, and why it was encrypted differently than the other data. If it was a vault Tech file, it probably still had vault Tech encryption on it. And not the normal kind. Some sort of, I don't know, top-secret AI-based encryption. The kind of thing that not even my tools can crack. So why could yours? I... called in a favor. Beth, I... I feel like I'm on the verge of either saying something or doing something that I'm going to regret, and I don't want that to happen. I should go. I think we should talk about this tomorrow at Atlas. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Please be careful. It's late. Damn it! Shit, princess. I'm so sorry. I really fucked this up, didn't I? 
It's not your fault. You did the right things, couldn't wait. Those sick fucks. And I should have been more forthcoming with her too. I really like her, Amanda. I know, baby. I guess there isn't much to do until I talk to her tomorrow. I already know everything that's in that file. And we already know that it's not tied to anything in the other data from the lab. I just... I don't know. Do you need me to stay? Yeah. Once Upon a Wasteland, Episode 2, The Requisite Means, was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno, starring Letitia Lemon as Elizabeth Kirby and Vitriol Plays as Odessa Valdez, also starring Lucy Middleton as Amanda Otis, Penal Pineapple as Andrew Kirby, and Jay Chadwick as Charles Watkins. Guest starring Maria Cheshire as Lieutenant Cindy Connor. Featuring Paul Reinbach as Dr. Anthony Flagler and Eric B. Rowland as the Tavern Worker. And I'm your narrator, Ashley Sacon. Please join us for our next episode, Episode 3, Checks and Limitations. Do you know what makes your video game bay tick? Have you ever wondered how they stack up against all the rest of the delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, and we analyze and review all of your favorite video game romances. I'm Vervana. Check out our podcast, Two Girls, One Ship, on all your favorite podcast places. Remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. I'm Brad Williams the creator of Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story. You can find us on Twitter at onceupon76pod, where I'll share show information, artwork, side stories, and more. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to our second episode, The Requisite Means. It's a privilege to tell Beth and Odessa's story, and that privilege cannot exist without you. So thank you, and I hope you'll continue to join us as we follow their journey. The art and logo for our story were created by A Darling Mess. You can find them on Twitter at A Darling Mess. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review, and I hope you'll subscribe as well. And please, tell your friends. You can also reach out to me directly on Twitter at onceupon76pod or via email at onceuponawasteland at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah, from top.
time for your local traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever. So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody two-shoes, definitely not Raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ugh, they're not paying me enough for this. Till later, this is Rose, Raiders Rule!